This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. Ooh, the creepy Halloween music, maybe? Yeah, there we go. I hear it. Welcome back, everyone. This is another Heart of Dixie After Show. This is Season 3, Episode 4, Help Me Make It Through the Night. And I'm your host, Christine Archer, joined with my co-host. Michelle Renee here. And Paige Sullivan. And so we're going to start at the very beginning of the episode where we had Wade in bed with another woman. Yeah, she's Yet cute. again. She's cute. She's Kendra, cute. I think, was her name, I believe. Yeah, at first Kendra. I thought it was Zoe. That's what I thought. When we watched the previews last week, I really thought it was Zoe, but because I think they have similar features, dark hair, mm-hmm. like they kind of look the same. We saw her for a second, but we come to find out her name's Kendra. Not really sure who she is. I guess he just picked her up at the Rammer Jammer. I think shouldn't he be busy working instead of picking? He's up never women? working. He's like, I swear he's there, and then he either like runs off to go on all these road trips with Joel now, or mm-hmm. like yeah. Picking up women. He doesn't really work. I guess when you own the bar, you don't really have to, like, do anything. You make everyone else do it. Apparently. I don't know. Apparently it's a thing. Nice life. But um, Kendra has a boyfriend named Randall. Husband? 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 I think that one was the boyfriend. He boyfriend, was a boyfriend, and he was huge. Yeah. He was a very large man. He was, like, six foot seven and big and has a huge pickup truck. Um, but yeah, so we find out that Rand or Randall finds out rather that Wade had a little sleepover with his girlfriend. He's mm-hmm. not very happy about it. And so he chases Wade around the entire episode and shows up and knocks on Wade's door in the morning when I'm pretty sure Kendra was in the shower, I believe. She was, yeah. She was, mm-hmm. yeah, she was in the shower. Um, and he says, is, are you Wade? And Wade goes, oh, I don't know who that is. Like, I'm not Wade. He left years ago. He doesn't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Wade obviously is lying because he doesn't want this very large man to beat him up. Right. And so the whole premise is that he's just sleeping with all these women who have husbands and boyfriends this whole episode. It's like I, we haven't – it was weird to me that they even introduced this because we haven't seen him with anybody for the first three episodes at all. We didn't have an inkling of what he was really doing with his love life. And yeah. then in this episode, they're like, oh, he's sleeping with everybody. 
right. they're all married or in a relationship. And yeah, for like you said, for the, first, the last, I guess, the first three episodes of the season, he's kind of, I mean, he and Zoe have kind of been, I don't know, just the same weirdness that it's been for the past two seasons, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You can tell they still like each other, but Zoe has Joel, which is a whole other conversation. But, um, but yeah, and so this is the first time we really see Wade kind of going back to his old ways, I guess, which is weird because they did just throw it at us. It wasn't like, I don't know, I didn't really see it coming short of what we saw in the previews, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, he goes from Kendra, then to later in the episode, we see him with, who we come to find out, is Judge Perkins' wife. Judge Perkins, right? I think mm-hmm. so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it was one of the name. judges, yeah. Um, And, yeah, so he, it, that was a weird situation, too. He finds her at the bar at the masquerade ball and just walks up to her and basically says, like, let's make this night a little more exciting and, but like, hands her a shot. Why are they all falling for this? I mean, this says something about the women of Bluebell or Fillmore or wherever these women are from because if they're all just going to bed with Wade, her husband was in the, at the masquerade ball with her. That was very, yeah, it's like, that's true. What kind of women is he picking up? They're um, all just willing to, like, kick their guys to the curb. No ones who don't yeah. like their husbands or boyfriends very much. Yeah. I find it very yeah. strange. But I, I think it was interesting. The the plot line there, I guess, was all to bring it to a head that he's still into Zoe. Or George kind of lets us know that he's still into Zoe. Or lets Wade know. Maybe Wade doesn't even know he's still into Zoe. He, but I, I think he knows. I think he's trying to avoid it. And you could kind of tell when they're running or, or rather, I guess, driving away from Randall, Randall after he shows up again at Wade's house. Um, and George, like, they lose him as they're driving through the woods. Um, I think you can kind of tell that, I mean, George basically says, you know, like, you're still in love with this other person. And Wade's like, oh, no, like, I don't know what you're talking about. But he clearly is. And I think everybody knows it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think this is just a coping mechanism for him. We've seen in previous episodes and previous seasons that he doesn't exactly face his problems and insecurities and past and all that stuff head on. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, a lot of men do this in real life, too. They, like, try to sleep with a bunch of other women when they know that they really want one particular woman. So I don't think yeah, it's that far-fetched. He wants what he can't have, so now he's just getting what he can't can. have. But he technically can't have these other women either because they're married, but he goes after them anyways. I just – I don't love it. Like, I didn't love that storyline, I guess, that he's sleeping with all these married women. That's not, like, my favorite thing. But I do like that it was – it kind of brought up the topic of conversation because before this it was just – you know, they caught each other's eyes or they had that long look and now it's kind of establishing the fact that maybe, you know, what we all know to be true is coming to the to the front. That's true. And, you know, I was – correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that Zoe ever, like, noted – I mean, she, well, I guess she wasn't at the masquerade ball, so she wouldn't have had any, had any reason to realize. But when she was at the bar, like, she didn't notice that mm-hmm. um, Wade had, like, this weird thing with Kendra or that there was this guy who was, like, hunting Wade down the entire episode. I feel like she was kind of wrapped up in her own she was. business with AB and all that going on. So I think – and trying to make Joel and LaVon be friends. I think she had too much going on for her to even see what was happening with Wade. That. Yeah, that's true. Another weird relationship involving Wade um, is Wade and Joel. This is – I, I don't understand. I'm it, the whole okay. thing. Time yeah. out. I called it. I just want to say that that they would be friends. Yeah, in my yeah. news and gossip last week, I totally um, said they were going to be friends. Okay. Well, I think it makes sense. Not news and gossip. I Pretty think sure. it makes sense that I, I can see why Joel would want to be friends with Wade. I think he's enamored by Wade. He thinks he's really cool, and you know the it guy in Bluebell. For Wade, it's a little weirder to me. I, is it like a frenemy situation? Like keep your enemies close. I. I don't know because maybe I, it seems like he genuinely enjoys B 
being around Joel, but at the same time, he's lusting after his girlfriend. It's like a weird situation. Well, and I think it was back in episode one or episode two when they first met. Um, Wade even said, you know, he seems like a cool guy. Like, I see why she likes him. I don't get it personally, but now I mean, Wade on. seems to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird dynamic between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It almost seems to me a little contrived as if they, they're like have to have them like be friends in order to, I don't know, make them closer. Cause if, I mean, eventually I think we all assume that Joel will be out of the picture. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah certainly. Right. I, I don't think he can stick around for the entirety of the season or I don't think so either. And I mean, we even saw in the previews for next week's episode, there's like, some weirdness this time and we'll get to this later but i guess next this time involving george and this like Mm. love triangle which is strange um but we can talk about that in predictions later but yeah i don't know the whole relationship between wade and joel and the road trips like why why is that his new buddy like he could go to george he could go to Mm -hmm. really anyone else and i guess maybe joel's just in the market for friends these days, so he figures he's a good person to go to. But I think so. I mean, he's an easy guy to get a hold of yes, in Blue Bell. True. He has nothing else to and do. And I think they're setting it up so their friendship is going to, re- and them getting closer is going to reveal whatever is going to make him leave. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and that's probably true. Yeah. But for now, it's kind of weird. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but that's okay. Um, so the other big storyline in this episode was involving Zoe and Annabeth and Levon, too. Um, so we saw that when it was kind of weird, uh, Annabeth went to visit Zoe at the doctor's office after Levon said, hey, you know, I have big plans for mm-hmm. the night, which come to find out are not actually big plans at all. But she thinks that he's going to propose to her based on what he said. Um, and so she goes to visit Zoe at the doctor's office. I guess also had a doctor's appointment. I thought was weird. She, she I thought she her physical. An annual, an annual exam. Exam. A pap smear. What did they keep calling it a physical? And it's, I don't know why it's getting on my nerves so much, but it's like, we're well, really going to call it the physical. And then she's sitting there in like stirrups with his right. yeah. hand up her. If it was just her coughing, you know, with the stethoscope on her chest, then maybe we'd be okay with it. But it was very awkward to see that. Yeah. A physical well, is when you stand at the line and like put one hand over an eye and read the chart. That was not a physical. I felt like this was heavy. Like I know last season we had that brain thing with Brick, but this season I wasn't expecting to be like, oh, she's going to assist on her ovaries and she might not be able to have kids. I feel like that's heavy stuff for Heart of Dixie. And it's heavy to even have in just one episode. That's like a big storyline that I think a lot of Heart of Dixie fans and a lot of women can relate to. So I I felt like it probably should have been given just like a little more time. But I, I liked that they incorporated something that people can relate to that's not just, you know, a Founders Day Parade or a Masquerade right. Ball. It's I know it's medical and that's a part of the show. They're, she's a doctor, but um, I feel like we don't get a lot of that happening and I kind of like that. Yeah, no, and I agree. I think it was kind of nice to have something that was a little more serious, but the way I think that it was put in there, it was like she walked into the office. This was never a topic that had come up before and all of a sudden it was like they're talking about her getting engaged and oh bam you have like a cyst on your ovary it was just very abrupt in my opinion mm-hmm. I think I, like you said that it should have been something that maybe played out over the course of two episodes or mm-hmm. three episodes even um, and wasn't just this like sudden oh you might and I mean you, the first thing you think is like oh it could be cancer it could be mm-hmm. you know something that's really yeah. serious that was just brought up as they were like casually talking about you right, know, Le- or Levon maybe proposing to Annabeth. I don't know. I didn't really like how they handled it, but I think it was kind of interesting to have that. 
I, yeah, I would have liked to see more of a conversation there. I think when you bring up a topic like that, especially where there's a fear of not having children, and so many women go through that these days, we see it everywhere. Uh, I would have liked to see maybe next episode her weighing her options. Like, if yeah. this is true, like, will I adopt? How will I approach LeVon, seeing as I want to spend my life with him? I would have liked to see a little more of that and less of, you know, they they brought it up. They made us aware of it and sad for her and scared for her, but then it was wiped away so quickly. And I think right. that's not how it is in real life. So to to really go through the motion of what a person in that situation might do would have been interesting. And it was also just the – I think the whole way that it was handled later in the episode two where, you know, she, she started crying when there were trick-or-treaters at the door and she saw this, like, cute kid that was dressed up in a Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. And her first thought was, of course – what if I can't have kids? What if I can't take my kid trick-or-treating? Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, she starts crying about it, and then it's Levon doesn't even really talk to her about it. At that point, I guess he kind of wanted to give her space, but then it was, you know, Joel jumped in and was trying to help out Zoe because I guess he realized that it wasn't something that um, Annabeth wanted to talk about at the right. time. So he was trying to be helpful, but nonetheless to then go and say to Levon, oh, I told her she had big feet. Like, it was – I must have upset her. I didn't mean to. To turn it into kind of a joke like that, I wasn't a huge fan of. I right. think it, it was something that should have been taken a little more seriously and not just, like, blown past as this, like, ha-ha, like, you know, it, it was just kind of the joke of the episode. I right. didn't like that. Like, I know how Heart of Dixie, we're, we're an upbeat show. It's a light show. We bring – there's topics that are brought up. But in a lighthearted way, I just think these are serious topics. So if you're going to bring them up in a lighthearted way, you still also have to have that serious side to it. And it kind right. of was just a game of her hiding it from LaVon and trying to avoid the proposal kind of happening. Mm-hmm. I, I think it should have been taken more seriously. But in the same sense, it is Heart of Dixie. It's not a Grey's Anatomy or anything like that. So true. I, I don't know how they would have addressed it if they had. And I don't either. I just think, if nothing else, it should have been taken over the course of two episodes maybe Mm -hmm. not just this because there really was no suspense either you kind of knew what was coming you saw you know first of all i think you could tell that the proposal wasn't actually going to be a proposal that was pretty obvious from the beginning and they set it up to kind of look like that's what he was going to do but then you know it ended up being that he was going to show her i think it was night of the living dead just like a movie on the big yeah horror Mm -hmm. movie on the big screen so it was again something that was kind of just like oh there was this big serious thing and she was expecting like a romantic proposal and then it was a movie like yeah i don't know a lot of it was just a little disappointing in my opinion at least um but i think nonetheless it was kind of a good storyline to have just to have something different um well but- do we think that i mean this might be getting off topic but do we see levon and annabeth ever getting married i or- do I think so. I think it's hard, though, especially where LeVon's storyline was last season when he's proposing and he had the big breakup and it was all Mm -hmm. kind of about him trying to navigate his love life. I think they might just be a constant couple for a little Mm -hmm. while, a constant Mm -hmm. happy couple living together, we're assuming, because we never really found out how that happened. Although, weird, because tonight... um Zoe, or I'm sorry, Annabeth actually said to Zoe when Zoe was leaving Levon's house from the dinner that they were having, she said, I think I'm just going to have Zoe take me home, um, which I was also assuming that she was living with Levon too because she's always there and it seemed like she was and just kind of the way she was interacting with Lindley, it seemed like they were all mm-hmm. living together in one house. Right. Um, but I guess Annabeth is still maybe technically living on her own. And at the beginning she said, Lindley's not there, we can have your place your, to ourselves. Yeah. Right. So. 
I guess she doesn't live there. Maybe but. it's like most couples where you spend the majority of your time at that one person's apartment right. who's, who's easier, you know, access to the rest of town. Right. And who has the huge, nice mansion. Like, exactly. Might as well just stay at his house, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I foresee them getting engaged eventually or married. Maybe towards the end of the season. Or next season, I don't season, think it'll you know? be. And especially kind of given, you know, him saying this big huge special event is us watching a movie like that kind of in my mind at least makes it seem like he's not really thinking about something that serious. Right because he wouldn't have said yeah. this will be a night you won't forget you won't if forget, he was actually right. thinking about proposing at one point in time. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it might be coming down the road but I don't think it's something that we'll anytime see soon. anytime yeah. soon. No. No. But, I feel like we had the wedding close to the end of last season be too soon. Yeah. There's been a wedding well an almost wedding and then a wedding On every season. So. Yeah. Unless they're, you know, want to make it an annual thing. We don't need more weddings. No. We've had enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. Everyone's just having, you know, sex with everybody in town. Like, somebody get married she and start families <laughs> and stuff. Like Joel and Zoe, I don't care. I really wish that they had, you know, Jamie's pregnancy play out on the show. I wish mm-hmm. that had happened. Because I would have liked to see one of them be pregnant and having a baby. Um Obviously, they didn't, uh, and she's had her baby, and we're gonna move on. Life, from, and yeah. yeah, and we're gonna move on from that. But I would, I would like to see someone pregnant. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. I, it would have been, I think, Wanda Lemon, maybe Wanda. Wanda or Cricket can get pregnant. She's married Cricket, to that gay man. man. <laughs> uh, I think that's gonna work out for her. But you know, best of luck. Um, so, <laughs> so the other thing, um, that I guess kind of happened with the whole crashing the dinner party thing. Um, was Zoe was kind of trying to get Levon and um Joel to be closer, mm-hmm. which obviously at first wasn't working well at all. Like when the yeah. episode first started, Levon wouldn't even let Zoe and Joel sit with them. It reminds me of Mean Girls. You can't sit with us. Yeah. Um, but but he wouldn't even let them sit with them to have breakfast. And then Zoe just like storms into Levon's house, ruins his dinner party or dinner plans with Annabeth. Um, and then they kind of bonded for a second over Game of Thrones when yeah. they were eating, sort of, like, you know, I guess guys in TV, whatever, if you're going to bond about something, it's going to be that. Um, Especially where, you know, Joel's not really into football, else that's probably what they'd be bonding right. over. That's true, yeah. He's not a sports guy, though, I don't think. I, I like the fact that there's a little tension between the two of them, but I think it's unrealistic. I don't think two grown men act that I mean, they may act that catty towards one another, but just... Especially you, not over a book. Yeah, over yeah. a book right. rating. I mean, when you're an author and it seems as though it's a successful book where people in Bluebell are reading it and they know about it, uh, I think you know how to take criticism. I'm sure he's had bad reviews in the paper. He has bad reviews on Amazon. Apparently, LeVon's really stuck with him, but you move on from it. Right. Everybody who's online these days knows there's trolls everywhere who are going to comment and say mean things, so... Yeah. Apparently it's stuck with him because he's still not very happy with him. Yeah, but LeVon doesn't like him either, and I don't get that because... He likes everyone. It's weird because he's like the mayor. He has to like every. He's kind of obligated to like everyone, and Zoe's one of his best friends. Yeah, doesn't he act like a child sometimes? Like, I feel like LeVon's always out to, like, get Fillmore to, you know, seek revenge in a silly way, and so I guess that's just kind of his nature. No, he's he's totally just a big kid, but still, nonetheless, it's kind of weird, and then... I guess it was kind of like a one step forward, two steps backward type deal where when um, uh, Joel lies to to Levon about Annabeth's feet, yeah. quote unquote, her feet being too big. Um, and so then, you know, they're kind of back on bad terms. Um, but at the end, they bond over the movie again. 
Because, again, what else are they going to bond about, I guess? Right. Um, so I guess we'll see next episode kind of where they stand. Um, at the end, they were going on the road trip up to – I can't even tell you the name of the place. It was oh, a weird yeah. It was name. Really it started with a weird P. Name. Yeah. I don't – I couldn't tell you. Pocket talk or something. Yeah. But it's weird that Wade, LaVon, and Joel, of all people, are – all of a sudden, like the new yeah. trio. Okay. I want, th- I want Joel to have some friends though. Like I he- don't. I want him to get out. When he Sorry, first, <laughs> when he first got to Bluebell, like it was kind of understandable if no one wanted to be his friend. But since they have him on so many episodes, and he's obviously a character that we're going to see for a while, yeah. maybe they might as well give the kid some friends. Like it's sad to see him in Bluebell just trying to grasp at straws to have someone like him. That's true. I agree. That's a sad life for anyone. I think it would be nice for him to have friends. I think he's here for a while. I know my first prediction was that he'd be out in two or three episodes, but I think he's going to be here probably through the winter hiatus, I'm assuming, or maybe like a cliffhanger about the Mm -hmm. relationship at that period in time. So I would like to see him have friends. I just... I, I don't necessarily understand why it might be her exes, but that's fine with me. I don't really have a problem with it. But I feel like there's so many... When you read recaps or people's comments, nobody likes Joel. Like, I feel like the fans of the show really dislike Joel. But he's kind of growing on me. I don't really feel the same way towards him now as I did the first episode. Yeah. He has become less annoying. I will give him that. I think they made him, intentionally made him very unlikable the first episode or two at least. Last episode, maybe a little bit better. And this episode, not as bad. I do agree with that. Yeah. Because even Scott was tweeting, I guess people were tweeting mean things about Joel to him and about the actor. And he said, please don't do that. He's a great guy. He's a nice guy. Please don't do that. (laughs) He's like, you'll see his character develop. Like, don't tweet mean things about my, you know, co-workers basically to me. I'm sure the actor is a super nice guy. I just... Oh, His yeah. character. Anything I've seen online when I'm researching news and gossip, no one has ever had anything nice to say about him. Really? Well, his character, his not character. him. His character. Right, it's his character. Nobody wants him to... It's just because we all want the Wade and Zoe relationship to succeed, so you don't like Joel, but is there even a possibility that they break up and Joel stays in town, or does he go back to New York? Oh, like, he goes back he to New out. York. Yeah, definitely. He's not going to stay. I don't, I just wonder because, like, you know, he's establishing his friend group, and so that's just another thing. It's not just Zoe. Like, if it was just Zoe, he had then. But his friend group, I think, might <laughs> very well be the reason that he's going to. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't even think it has that much to do with Wade, um, as it is just how the show like brought him in and portrays him because. Zoe was dating someone la- like briefly last season. And I remember everyone like really liking him and being like, oh yeah, I really want this to work. So I mean, mm-hmm. I think if he looked like some of the guys that Lemon has come into town and mm-hmm. he was this like, you know, orthodontist or a lawyer or something mm-hmm. and tall, dark and handsome, then everyone would be like, oh, I love Joel. But like, that's probably he's true. kind of like this little mathlete, like they call him and kind that's of a like girl's references and stuff, you know, so I think that they set it up. Not only with him, but a lot of new characters like Lindley for to the audience. Us. Yeah, for the audience not to have a welcoming reception of their characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like we're, I'm warming up to Joel and I, I'm wondering if other people are as well, but I'm not warming up to Lindley. So it was actually a nice break to have her Go off of the, the episode. episode. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. <laughs> well, you brought up Lemon earlier, which was probably the biggest storyline in this mm-hmm. episode, I would say. Um, so at the very beginning, Lemon wanted to go to this masquerade ball. 
And Cricket, being Cricket, said, absolutely not. She, like, reads this thing off of her hand. And yeah, it's, with like, all the- that all the bells had, of course, written for her. So she didn't, you know, just say, okay, fine, you can come to the ball. But, yeah, she basically says, you know, you're not allowed. Like, you can't come. So Cricket, er, Cricket, Lemon, finds another way to get to the ball and calls her grandma. I wish she had just taken the George Tucker route. Like he offered. Yeah. I know it doesn't look good socially to go with your ex-fiance, but at the same time, I think it's modern, you know? People are friends with their exes sometimes. And why is she concerned when she obviously was hooking up with Meatball? That doesn't look... And everybody knows now. Yeah. Her grandma calls her out on it. She's like, you, like, stooped as low as yeah, sleeping like, with Meatball. And like, When she decides to save face is kind of yeah. not in reality yeah. with her actions, so... I don't understand why she's so dead set right now, like... To find an eligible bachelor who's handsome and has all these qualifications and meets her list. It's like, you know, take a break. You, you, you just had a rough patch here with meatball and stuff going down. Why don't you take a breather? Just be you, let it blow over and then try and find a guy. It's, I, and go to Mobile or something. Meet a, meet a nice guy outside of town. That's sort of what she did in this episode, I guess, though, because that's where the, the masquerade ball was there. But her grandma first tries to set her up with Tanner Hughes, who is, um, she describes him as a tool, which he is. So, but, you know, grandma says, oh, he's a nice guy. His family is very well off. Like, here's the most eligible, eligible bachelor we can find you. Um, I find that mean. That she, was, she would talk to her own granddaughter that way, especially where Lemon's mom is not in the picture. Mm-hmm. I think she needs a good role model, not a grandmother who's saying, this is the best we could get you, or this right. is all that you're worth mm-hmm. now. And Well, and I think in, I'm, yeah, and grandma admits later too, she says, you're right, he's an, I think, insufferable tool is the word that she used. Yeah. Um, so she knew what she was doing. I guess she was trying to punish her in a way for her well, little, stint with meatball i mean i just think that grandmothers and people that are older have lived through different circumstances in their lives that have that make them have different you know perceptions of reality and you know her yeah her grandma probably lived through a time where like who you married like was to to determine how successful your life was going to be like as a stay-at-home wife you know so Mm -hmm. she probably wants her granddaughter even though it's a different day and age and obviously lemon can make her own you know, choices and make her own living if she wants to. She probably wants her granddaughter to have, like, the nice traditional... Yeah, no, and I mean... the a dead family. The Breland family in general is very... I mean, the Bells, like, Lemon's head of the Bells. It's, you know, was head of the Bells formerly, (laughs) but it's, you know, it's kind of like being the woman in charge, like, coming from the wealthy family. Her dad's the town doctor. Like, it wasn't surprising that that's who she tried to set him up with, but um, I... What did he refer to her as? I think he Thoroughbred. Thoroughbred. He compared her to a horse. That was interesting. Um, yeah, it's not the best compliment, guys, if no, you're watching. Not, I don't really know if any not. guys watch our after show, but that's not a good compliment. If you do, don't refer to your possible girlfriend as a horse. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, Lemon then, while she's at the masquerade ball, sees Peter, who's Robert Buckley. Um, and she had, before when she saw him at the Rammer Jammer, rude. basically was super rude to him. Yeah, and he had just gotten a flat tire right outside of town, like, course needed to stop somewhere and the rammer jammer was the only place open i guess um so yeah so he stops there and she was really rude to him and then she sees him again and she's like i think i know you but i can't figure out why and he's like "Uh, well you weren't very nice to me the first time i met you i think when you're she was having a rough morning things weren't going her way when you bump into someone you don't know and they're asking 
I mean, I think you should always be nice to people, but if they're asking something of you that you can't offer and you're already ticked off, it's kind of, you know. It was just like last straw sort of thing, but yeah. still. I don't think she was intentionally rude, especially in your own workplace. You might want to be nicer to your customers. To your customers, right? That's true. But he's handsome. He is. And I I think that this was – we kind of saw in this episode more of the old lemon again. I think in the past – all of last season and the beginning of the season, she kind of – we've seen her change a lot. And I think that we almost saw a little more of how she was in season one in this episode, which was kind of nice, I thought, to go back to that. Um, and to have a guy who's like a nice to her, b like you know seems to really have everything together. He's a news producer, I think he said. Yeah, and was traveling like to one. Europe. Mm. Yeah, so he seems to have have um, himself together, which is a good thing. Um, and is kind of different from, especially compared to Meatball, who's right. in a band or something. Do you think know. though that he is kind of just like a glimmer of hope for her? Like there are nice guys out there who will treat me right and who are going to be nice to me, and that. Not all is lost because if he is traveling the world, just in my own opinion, I think if this is his career and he's been doing this forever and he doesn't want to stay in one place, and I know he says, like, you make me want to stay in one place for more than a little while. Right. But he does leave and the chances of him sacrificing his career to come back and be a reporter in Bluebell seems slim to me. I'm not sure. I could kind of see it. I think the way the show went, it it almost made him too likable for him to not come back. Um, he, I mean, it was, again, the first time, at least for me, that I saw someone that I was like, I would like to see Lemon with this person. Up until this point, I haven't really felt that way about anyone. Um, so I could maybe see him coming back, even though, yeah, it would be a little weird to, like, drop your job where you're traveling the world and making a lot of money to go to Bluebell. Yeah. But, maybe. She could, sorry, I just had, like, a mini, like prediction but she could i was gonna say she could get pregnant with this child and he has to come yeah. back but we've already moved she's out already, that. She's, but, that. she's not no one's gonna be pregnant this nobody's season. gonna be pregnant give it up but <laughs> i think maybe if she does leave you know maternity leave and she can't film certain episodes maybe she goes with him hmm. a, around the world for a little bit like that maybe be. that is how they have her like exit for a little somehow while. she ha- i mean for at least a couple, a couple weeks, weeks she yeah. has to be gone when she had her baby, so I, that could be true. That could yeah. be yeah. a possible storyline. I think he'll come back. I I was kind of reading some stuff online, and I couldn't. I, they, I think they originally just signed him on for one episode, but I wouldn't be surprised, and especially since he's been on the One Tree Hill and CW shows before. Right. They usually tend to keep those people around, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did end up keeping him. I would like that storyline, like if they went overseas or traveled wherever, yeah. and she got to experience things outside of Bluebell then to come back and kind of bring him with her. Yeah, possibly. I think that would be a good one. Um, but yeah, so I think he's, and she, they kind of just hit it off right away at the party. They started talking basically to get her away from Tanner because yeah. he's awful. Um, but, and then they leave and then she was about to leave him for good for the night and he's like, why don't you just stay for breakfast? Good excuse, my friend. It works, so whatever. Um, but, and then... No, fellas, you know how that? to get Christine over here. May <laughs> ask her for breakfast. Bre- honestly, yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that happened. Um, but, yeah, and then Lemming comes home after their night together, like, as happy as she can be and Grandma's sitting on the couch not very happy with her because... She ruined her night with Tanner, who sucks. Um, but and then she just goes up to her grandma and like gives her a huge hug, and I think she was very thrown off by that. Um, 
and I guess just kind of let it go at that point. I don't even think she knew what to do. Well, what is there to do? Lemon's a 31-year-old woman who is figuring things out. She obviously doesn't want to do what her grandmother wants her to do, even though she did ask for her grandma's help. You gotta let you gotta let her spread her wings. You know she's old. She's I know. Old. I know she still goes to her dad for everything, and it seems like she's a little younger than she is. But realistically, she's like thirty one, thirty two. Mm-hmm. Move along. Yeah. Yeah. Be let her let her do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see. But I think that might have been it. Did you guys have anything else? No. no. Good for this episode. Yeah. yeah. News and gossip. Of Okay, so the InStyle.com first look, excuse me, um, every week they kind of tell you what the stars are wearing, who makes their clothes in case you want to go out and buy them. Um, So the maroon dress that um, Lemon was wearing at Mm -hmm. the masquerade ball, that's actually actually a Marquesia dress. Marquesia, am I saying that right? Marquesa. Marquesa, okay. Um, So yeah, if you have the money to afford that, then you can (laughs) go... Purchase it, and if you liked the dress, I thought it looks. They nice. do that for a lot of Hardy Dixie episodes. Yeah, they do. They, they yeah. do it for every, every Hardy Dixie episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's InStyle.com. First look, if you want to see that, and more on what the other celebrities had on, or stars of the show had on in this episode and past episodes. Um, Tim Matheson actually directed this episode, so shout out to him for that. I don't know if viewers know that, but he mentioned when he was on with us last season that he has been doing a little bit of directing, and mm-hmm. you know, so. That's good for him. Did we see any difference in this episode and the other episodes? Like, could you tell there was a different directing style? Or I felt like there was less brick, actually. So maybe that. Yeah, happened. that might yeah. have been why, though. Yeah, because he was only in there when he was like taking shots at eight a.m. I think that was really yeah. the only scene with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good for him. yeah, and then last but not least, um, Rachel Bilson did an article with FanShare.com, and she was asked a few questions. Uh, one was, "Who inspires you when it comes to fashion?" And Rachel said. Kate Moss is always impeccable. I love Alexa Chung, Sienna Miller, Ashley Olsen, people who have really individual styles and they just make it look effortless. Um, she also said that travel is a big perk of her job. She said, I think it's the coolest thing that the job takes you to places that you would never go most likely. And I think that's pretty awesome. And then last but not least, um, when asked about the paparazzi, she said, I think it's weird to complain about something that you feel lucky or success you're successful in. It is what it is. I'm just grateful that I am where I am. So I, that's, yeah. that's nice of her. Cause I, I know there's a huge thing with paparazzi yeah. with celebrities these days and especially with children, but for somebody like Rachel, I don't even feel like we see her, but I, I feel like maybe she doesn't have it. Super bad. Super bad. I feel yeah. like if you don't draw too much attention, then you don't yeah, get so true. much attention. Yeah. And yeah. it's like you always want what you don't have. When you're a celebrity without paparazzi, you're you freaking it. like making phone calls and texting people to tip them off where you are. And when you yeah. have too many paparazzi, you hate it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's your news and gossip for this week. Very go. nice. All right, predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Who has one? Well, I already said my big one. I really, I do think that's going to happen. But outside of that, I see them really developing the character of Joel and us getting to know him better and his friendships with the other people in town. Even outside of the boys, maybe with Dash or with Thummer or whoever it is. Um, That way, maybe we get attached to him because it doesn't. I don't think it leaves a a big impact on us if they were to break up right now because we just be like, oh, bye, Joel. I think maybe just for the storyline, if we like him more and know more about him and we feel a little bit more connected when there is a breakup or trouble in paradise, we might feel more strongly about it and question the Wade-Zoe thing. That's true. And, yeah, I mean, in the previews for next week, we kind of saw, which is weird, George being thrown back into this, like, love 
triangles, Fest. square, diamond, whatever. I don't even know what it is anymore. Um, but he, I think it shows they're like, they look like they're at a kid's camp. I'm not really sure what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it looks on. like that. Yeah, but, and then these little kids are like, you should be with him, not him, to saying Zoe should be with George and not Joel. And then Joel gets upset and, like, falls off the zip line or something. I don't know. Um, maybe that's how he'll go. Maybe he'll just he get just gets hurt. He just gets hurt and has to leave. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that'll be kind of weird because we haven't really seen anything with George and Zoe. I feel like that's just completely, like, that's like dead. done. And, I mean, granted, I guess Wade is also at the kids' camp, so maybe, like, Maybe something will happen with that, but they set it up to look like it's more of a Zoe George thing, not a Zoe Wade thing, which I think is kind of weird. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking we'll see some issues start to form with Zoe and Joel, which has been coming for the past four episodes, I think. Um, but I, I don't really think I see anything happening with Zoe and George. Hmm. I see George and Lindley. I think they're gonna. You do? You think that'll? I develop? think that'll develop a little bit. Because she she do, will be back, right? Yeah. And we decide that she'll. Yeah. She'll yeah. For sure do be I back. think they'll get married? Of course not. But I think they'll. It just seems know, funny to me if that were to happen. It would feel very tansy, you know, like the unexpected That's relationship. True. Which maybe that is what George has been looking for all along. So that makes yeah. sense. And I guess with Zoe, or I'm sorry, not Zoe, but Annabeth and Levon. Things are kind of up in the air with that, but... Yeah. I don't see anything developing soon. I do, too. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Um, You can find me on Twitter at C Archer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Cell. And also, really quickly, make sure to go to iTunes and rate, comment, and let us know what you thought about our after show and what your predictions are for next week. And we will see you guys then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 